plans for my crazy day. My packed commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. <laughs> Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. You are Locked On Rams, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Rams. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, time for another edition of Locked on Rams, and this is going to be a a podcast that is very honest about the status of the L.A. Rams as they are at the halfway point in their entire season. It is not good. My name is Travis Rogers. I host the pre- and post-game show on the ESPN LA Rams radio network, which you can hear on ESPN LA 710, 100.3 The Sound. You can also find me on Twitter as well, at Travis Rogers, R-O-D-G-E-R-S. And thanks for checking out Locked On Rams. The, the entire Locked On network is growing like crazy, and that's because of you because you tell people and you are all about getting your news about your team every single day. We have all 32 NFL teams, all 30 NBA teams. We got you covered across the board. So thank you for making this the fastest growing podcast network in the entire country. That's a fact. That is a simple fact. We are growing very, very quickly and that's good news for all of us because we're going to get more access. We're going to get more opportunities to talk to you about what it is that we like to do. So, all right, here, here, here it is. I'm going to, I want to go back to a second quarter sequence that the Rams had that I think kind of encapsulates their entire season. The Rams had a third down play. Uh, let, let me let me let me go let me back up. The Rams had a second down play where Jared Goff missed an open receiver. That was the point where the Coliseum crowd of about eighty thousand people, many of them, started a "We want Goff, We want Goff." chant and it was very loud and it was very clear it wasn't one of those what are they saying huh Huh? what no oh no we want goff we want goff it was obvious and rams fans had reached their frustration fast forward to the next play the next play is a third down play it was about third and seven or eight case keenum the guy that the fans were just chanting get off the field Hits a pass to Brian Quick, who catches it. He's kind of sliding onto the ground. He catches it about a yard short of the first down. He was not touched. He was not knocked down. It was a low throw, so he slides in and catches the pass along the ground. What does he do? He's a yard short of the first down. Does he start rolling forward to get that extra yard? Does he get up and attempt to run forward? Does he do anything that will attempt to gain more positive yardage in an attempt to keep the drive going? No. He kind of just stands up and gets his butt handed to him by a Carolina defender and knocks him back a couple of yards so he is not able to pick up the first down. So now that brings us up to an issue that has been going on the entire time with this Rams team Fourth and short, about midfield, what do the Rams do? Fourth and one. Well, they go for it, of course, because Jeff Fisher is a big believer and we're going to run it right at you. We're we're old school, old school mentality. We're going to line up and we're going to put a hat on a hat and we're going to knock you back and we're going to control the game. The same thing he tried to do in Detroit, which cost him the game. So here it is again. Here it is again. What do you do? You line up. 
You run the same dumbass play that you ran in Detroit that didn't run, that didn't work, that lost you about two yards and ultimately lost you the game. And what happens in the Coliseum? The same damn thing. The same thing, right? Right into the line of scrimmage. Carolina blows it up. Todd Gurley loses two or three yards, and the Rams turn over the football, and they they sit on their zero for most of the day. This was one single sequence. This wasn't picking a play here or picking a play there. These were three consecutive plays in a row that just define the entire Rams season, and that is this is a team, as much as it is disappointing to say it out loud, this is a team that's not very good. This is a team that's not going to make the playoffs. This is a team that's going to lose more than it wins. This is a team that has major, major, major issues on offense. And no matter how good that defense is, it's not going to be good enough to win games zero to negative six because their team can't score. That's what they have going on right now. And it's a bummer. And it's no fun to think about because they're only halfway through the season. But Jeff Fisher during Hard Knocks said it, you know, no more of this seven and nine bull crap, right? No more of it. I'm not tired. I'm not tired. I don't want to be seven and nine this. I don't want seven and nine. I don't want eight and eight. I don't want nine and six or nine and seven or whatever. Jeff Fisher's team is going to have to play really, really, really well to get to those seven wins because that means they're going to have to go four and four in the second half of the season. Have you seen anything that leads you to believe? that this team is good enough to play 500 football, because I sure as hell haven't. There's nothing there. There's simply nothing there. And I don't know what to tell you at this point other than you're looking at a team that's not very good. You're looking at a team that's probably going to have to make a quarterback change pretty soon, which we'll talk about in just one minute. But this season, for all intents and purposes, unless something incredibly peculiar takes place, you're out of the you're out of the race. You're out of the playoff hunt. Again, Jeff Fisher's team for the fourth time in his five years in St. Louis and Los Angeles has started the first half of the season, the first eight games of the season at three and five. That's bad. Three and five sucks. Okay, what three and five is is a road to nowhere, and quite honestly, it's a road to a worse place than oh, the Browns are in a better spot than the Rams because at least the Browns are going to pick first or second. At least the Browns have picks. The Rams don't. Rams aren't going to pick anywhere. The Rams are going to be somewhere in the middle of no man's land, and they don't even have a pick because they gave it away to get a guy that they haven't even used yet, Jared Goff. And you have to start wondering what Jeff Fisher is waiting for because this Rams team, they scored 10 points in the first quarter against the Giants in London a couple of weeks ago before their bye week. They went through the second, third, and fourth quarters against the Giants, didn't score. They opened the game in L.A., scoreless in the first, scoreless in the second, scoreless in the third, and then finally got on the board in the fourth quarter with 10 points, and by then it was much too late. They went six quarters without scoring a point. They went six quarters without scoring a point despite having what people were saying was a great running back. He's not. Despite having a quarterback that everybody knows is one of the worst in the league, and that's just not a matter of opinion. That's a matter of fact. Here's some numbers for you. Case Keenum's thrown 11 interceptions. That's second most in this season, only behind Ryan Fitzpatrick, who has thrown 13, and he's already been benched this season, but Case Keenum's to keep going out there. Among quarterbacks with at least 100 attempts this season, Keenum ranks 29th in rating and 23rd in completion percentage. The only reason the completion percentage is, I mean, it's not good. It's 23rd at at about 61.5%. The reason it's not uh, 28th, 9th, or 30th 
is because they throw short passes. They really don't throw the ball down the field because nobody, everybody knows he can't do that. They're a bad team. They're, they're not going anywhere right now. So this brings you to the really obvious conclusion. Play Jared Goff. Spend these last eight weeks doing something, something that will allow you to have some hope, to have an interest in these. Like, I've talked about this so many times on this podcast. One of the problems this team has is that there's no pop. There's not a star player on this team. There just isn't one. Tavon Austin gets paid like one. He's not. He's 5'3 or whatever he is. He's teeny. He's small. He doesn't make plays. No one cares. Okay? Little teeny Tavon's running around. Trying to make something happen. Doesn't work. Brian Quick, nope. Kenny Britt, nope. Todd Gurley, please. Case Keenum, come on, man. The best player on the team. The, here's, here's how you know where you are. The two best players on the Rams at this point. Number one, Aaron Donald, who's an interior defensive lineman. He's a defensive tackle, and he's probably the best one in the league, but he does things that only real insider football people are going to notice or care about. He doesn't hit the quarterback a lot. He doesn't make interceptions. He doesn't make fumbles. He doesn't get a ton of sacks, or at least hasn't so far this season. So it doesn't pop. He's a great football player, but it doesn't pop. You know who their second best player is? Johnny Hecker. He's the punter. Johnny Hecker and Aaron Donald are going to be the only two guys on this team that go to the Pro Bowl. It's Los Angeles. It matters if you don't have star players. It absolutely matters if you don't have star players, and they don't. So let's spend the last eight games doing something that's going to bring some positivity to this team that you can look at. Look, if Jared Goff comes in and throws three interceptions, you know what you can say? They could go to New York next week. And by the way, Jared Goff's not going to start. Case Keenum's already that guy, but I think it's possible you might see him. Jared Goff could come in that game. He could throw three interceptions and lose the game. The Rams could be three and six. You know what I'm going to say after that game? I don't care. I don't care. You know why? Because the process of integrating Jared Goff into this Rams team, the process of determining whether or not he's a good player, maybe even a franchise quarterback, will have begun in earnest as opposed to, oh, he's just a guy. He's just a guy. He's just a guy in there doing, you know, Case Keenum-like things. Let's find out. And if eight games he's throwing a bunch of interceptions, you say, hey, look, you got eight games. Let's give him a camp. Let's give him the job. Let's go in there. Let's get this thing started. Then you can start to think that you got an opportunity to make some things happen. That's not so bad. That's not so bad at all. I mean, there's at least something to be hopeful about at this point. This, do, do you care if Case Keenum does anything? Of course not. He's leaving. He's gone. He's not the guy. They, they've they lost four in a row. Eric Davis, who I've come to really, really like doing pre and post with because he's he's honest and he's reasonable and he, he's got great turns of phrase. And one of his phrases is, look, if I'm losing with you, I'm going to try to win without you. And while Case Keenum is not the only problem on this team, you need to at least try to shake some things up because everyone else knows that, that Case Keenum's not the guy. Let's see what you got. Let's see what it's going to look like. Start to put him in there. Start it right now. And he's not. He's not. Jeff Fisher isn't going to do it because he's Jeff Fisher. And if nothing else, he's stubborn as hell, but he's not going to do it. And it's a huge mistake. It's a huge mistake. Look, Carolina's not very good. I watched them up close this weekend in the Coliseum. They're not very good. The Jets aren't very good. The Dolphins aren't very good. The Saints after that, they're not very good. These are the next three teams that they play. These are a four-game stretch where if the Rams were even average they would win three of these four games. They're probably going to lose three of these four games. They've already lost the first one to a pretty crummy Carolina team. And Jeff Fisher's answer was, well, 
Case is still my guy. We're never, what? What? And I have a theory as to why he's not doing it. And the theory is kind of kind of bums you out. If it's true, it's kind of a bummer. We'll talk about that on Locked on Rams tomorrow. That's going to do it for today. Don't forget to check in tomorrow every day on your way to work, on your way home from work, when you go for a walk, take the dog, go smoke or whatever it is you people like to do when you listen to your podcast. Go check us out. Locked on Rams every single day. Sign up for that subscription. Send me a tweet too, at Travis Rogers. We'll see you next time. You are Locked on Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst. The list.